0: Because I think like it—that it, was a low blow.
1: I it was a low blow. It seemed un,
0: unprovoked. So I just—I <laughs> like, don't understand why your instinct is just aggression. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: Hey, that's why I'm—I'm uh, I'm a big Todd Grantham guy. My instinct is aggression. What we do here is go back,
2: back, 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 back.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends. Talk about college football and lifestyle and other things. Reality TV occasionally as well. Uh, you can find us at www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. And gmail.com is the Gmail account to send emails to. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, all of the above. My name's Logan Whitehouse. I uh, come to you guys from Stewart, Florida. I'm on Twitter at log the dawn where I occasionally tweet things, uh, impassioned rants, anti-Todd Grantham propaganda, things of that nature. But uh, yeah, it's been super nice here in Stewart, Florida this week. We, uh, we're, 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 in, we're in the fall, so it's like, you know, peak of the day, 85, a little breeze going. Lovely. Love to see it. Who else is here?
3: My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia. I'm on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. Um, also very nice in Harrisonburg recently. We are due for a bit of a cold snap this weekend, oh. um, which is great timing because we've got men's retreat this weekend at Highland. Uh, boys, so, yeah, it's going to be big, puffy, everything season uh, <laughs> in the duffel bag. Uh, but should be a good time outside. lot of firewood being being trucked up there so uh i think we'll survive to the woods to the woods
1: you don't send a enterprising young like eighth grader into the woods to to collect firewood for you
3: this is
1: how you earn your place i don't
3: i i think maybe like 20 years ago that was probably the move but now like it it being 2020 we're a little more cautious about how we treat the 15 year olds that at oh, Retreat. It's the fifteen-year-olds!
1: It's not the environmental harm of harvesting all the firewood. Got it. Sure.
2: Were, were you that boy, Jordan?
3: <laughs> no, I think I I think I joined up late enough that they had like they had organized somewhat the the firewood uh, acquisition and planning. So you know just, what happened is they asked Jordan to do it, and then Evan said, "No, no, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it." And so Evan probably <laughs> did it because he, you know,
1: he he likes to volunteer for things. He's a doer. <laughs> he's a doer. Shout out, to Evan.
2: Servant heart.
0: Who else is here? Keep it moving. <clears throat> My name is Jason Craig. Um mm-hmm. I uh, tweet things at Jason Crek from the friendly city of Harrisonburg, Virginia. Um, but yeah, it was—it's been super nice all week. Um, I've made a what? This is the double—the double—the double, the double, the double <laughs> weather report. The now people demand what they want. The important so people open. demand the double <laughs> weather report. I am following the people. <laughs> it literally um,
2: says personal intros and all three of these men have given weather reports you obviously don't listen to the podcast <laughs> oh no i do it's just <laughs> intriguing you all we're just
3: really good at small talk
0: yeah, we no talk. H, no know. one He's... knows
1: these angelic H voices please wait your turn Mr. these
0: are the Joe. important parts of our lives light, all right sorry. i'm sorry um, wait my turn. but yeah I, I didn't know if it, it is it actually going to be cold this week i thought it was going to be like fairly decent oh yeah harrisburg is going to get down to
3: like Below thirty-two at night. Is that oh. at night
0: when you're sleeping outside? Yeah. Okay. Not, as long as it's not that at like one in the afternoon, that's fine. I don't care. I hope you freeze.
1: Oh, one in the afternoon, Thanks. thirty-two is it? Is, is awful as well? Solid. Place. We're not there yet. We're you not find anywhere. out a lot about yourself. Remember in front of the podcast, Connor Whitehouse was coming to pick us up, and it was like 14 degrees at the Reagan Airport, and he went to departures instead of arrivals, and was asking, like, got mad at me. And I was like, I was like, Connor, I'm at arrivals because I just arrived. <laughs> he, was, he, didn't, he didn't like that. It was, listen, it, granted, it was sassy, but it was it was necessary in the moment. I was so cold. I had moved to I lived in Florida for like two and a half months at the time, and was had completely lost my edge. But shout out shout out connor i know you're listening love you buddy <laughs> also he feels like he was slightly misrepresented on the golf podcast recently so we'll we'll, uh, we'll get him on to defend himself at some point
0: yeah i'm not yeah. so sure he was but
1: it, <laughs> <laughs> we can continue
0: i'm the only, the only fair way to settle this i'm the only one who has to play golf with him i need to play golf with yeah, him yeah and
1: get him alone on the golf cart He'll he'll do a lot of talk about just spanking drives out there and things like that which is you know which is one way to get at it. This sounds, great, this sounds like an
0: A-plus golf experience. Many I mean, ways I mean. to skin the
1: cat. Many ways to skin the cat on the okay. golf course, as we all know. Who else is here? Who's our last? I've
0: ball? often said that.
2: <laughs> it is I, Koji, e, here to join in our lifestyle conversation That's and right. reality TV talk. Um, You know what? I got a pedicure. I went to yoga.
0: Um, You're watching uh, Hamilton. I'm
2: watching Hamilton. I'm feeling really well-rounded.
0: This you, week. you have not thrown away your shot. <laughs>
2: That's for damn sure.
0: You, yeah. um, are a mental health professional.
2: <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Important to know going into our lifestyle moments because you know I like to analyze and provide some feedback. Ugh,
0: I gotta, I gotta recalibrate all of my smart. Remarks now. there's a shrink on the freaking podcast again? <laughs> it's not just shrink. Uh,
3: what are you boys drinking tonight? Uh, I've just got a, one of the classics: basic whiskey and ginger ale, Ooh. a little lime lime action in there as well. Good cold, good cold weather drink.
1: Sure.
0: I got home from the office about three minutes before we started this podcast, so I have a Yingling Tallboy.
1: You will never cease to amaze me with your collection of Yingling Tallboys. I, I don't know that I've ever seen a Yingling twelve. It's a gift that Offer keeps on giving. I'm like not at a like at an establishment. Like I'm between course. eighty
0: and ninety percent sure that I smuggled these for off of a golf course after not getting to drink them.
3: Wow, it's possible.
0: I think I was playing golf with somebody and I bought a six pack and then while I was like outside loading up the cart, he didn't know I bought a six pack, so he bought a six pack and so we just.
3: Oh. Didn't want to pound twelve
1: brew daddies between yeah. two bros and just be freaking sheed hammered on seventeen in, in nine holes. Okay. I couldn't.
0: I couldn't hammer through a six. I tried to drive the green. <laughs> uh,
1: just tee it up super high. Try to drive the green on the last hole, just because. I hammered. always do. All right. Um, well, that's good. I have uh, another one of these. Contact Hayes Elysian Brewing Company. Uh, Bruce, what are you working with, sweet uh, pea?
2: Dark horse rosé. Ah, the oh. dark horse. Dark so one. good,
1: uh, so a classic. That,
2: yes.
1: Do you, like, do you like that one? I think I like that one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's your favorite? Do you like Josh.
2: You know, I don't know that I've really settled on a favorite rosé because okay. I'm such a red girl. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the, the rosé just—they all taste a little too sweet for me. But I, that,
1: that one's okay. That one's not that it's sweet. Okay,
2: it's, it's crisp, which I like. Yeah. Like biting into a crisp apple.
1: It's a little, but it tastes drier than, than like the strawberry mixed with the peach. How would you define dryness when it comes to wine? Is that a measure of sweetness?
2: No, I actually think it's more of a measure of like.
1: Someone asked me, the, the girl checking me out at Publix was like. Checking you that... out, huh? <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Um, Probably
0: because you wanted to talk about this.
1: No, she asked me, she's like, well, it says because I got some champagne this weekend because, you know, I'm <laughs> popping bottles. <laughs> That's what I do. And uh, she's like, it says extra dry. Like, what? I've always wondered what that means. And I was like, uh, Uh, I I kind of think it's like a measure of sweetness, but I don't know that that's directly a measure of sweetness. I could be well off here.
2: You're very well off. Okay. A wine (laughs) is considered dry when all of the grape sugar is converted to alcohol during fermentation, while a sweet wine still has some residual sugar.
0: How am I I way off? No, dry is the opposite of sweet. That's what I'm saying. But and it still said, is a, a way to measure, sweetness. A, measure
2: oh, you said sweetness. a measure of sweetness. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were meaning. Okay, I'm following you. That was my bad.
3: You guys are some
1: haters. Sheesh. unbelievable, both of you. All right. The JMU contingent of the podcast.
2: Once again. Jumping all over me. Saster.
1: Listen, Jordan and I went to school in Virginia's wine country. We right, no anything, wine. You know wine. Okay. Who's no wine? I, know. I mean, listen. It's true. If, if
0: University of Virginia 21-year-olds know anything, it's wine. Yeah. So. Let's
3: Let's talk cheese next because we're pretty good <laughs> at that too, allegedly it's wine okay. and basketball national championships
1: Jason we and i can just
2: talk about beer and cheese curds so there we go because you
3: went Duke to wisconsin crack. actually oh, yeah. good stuff. you go to wisconsin <laughs> <laughs> beer and cheese curds <laughs> <laughs> go badgers
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: okay good 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 all right so emily's here uh she's gonna join us for the first bit of the podcast
3: so if you're here only for football content
1: Jordan, maybe we could put in the show notes when, when the football content starts.
3: Yeah, yes. for our paid subscribers, we can drop a timestamp.
1: Yeah, we'll drop a timestamp for that. Uh, but if you're here to listen to Sweet Emily and probably, frankly, some more enjoyable content, uh, <laughs> <let's>, <laughs> a little less COVID talk, a little less uh, meaningless game picking. You were
0: ranting about existential crises in America and that sort <laughs> of thing.
1: All a little right, less anger. Yeah. Yeah, just more personal existential crises as they play out on the camera. Uh, we're going to go a little Bachelorette. First episode this week of The Bachelorette. So Emily is going to facilitate a conversation here. Jason, feel free to jump in whenever. I know you watch. I know you are glued to it. Um, <laughs> and Jordan and I will will fill in a little bit here. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Take us away.
2: So before we jump into our discussion, just a little, like, top notes, you know, some high notes here. We all know the season was postponed. Some differences we saw with this opening episode, we didn't have any uh, reels of some of the specific guys like we usually get. We usually get about four or five kind of storylines of some of the contestants. And this time we just got more some like selfie videos, selfie footage of the guys right. during quarantine.
1: No Matt Donald, old Matt Donald on the farm right. kind of situation. The
3: Matt Donald slander stops here and now. <laughs> I love this. One of the worst characters the in rim. the history of the franchise bombed on the show bombed on paradise i'm not responsible bold. for him bombing on paradise that was inexcusable <laughs> he was a total I, yeah. I won't use those words but <laughs> yeah i'm not responsible for the paradise portion of his failures herb we'll call him a herb all yeah.
1: right
2: Continue. uh So we got a lot of footage of what was happening during quarantine, all the safety precautions they took when they entered the like La Quinta, blah blah. Let blah, me tell you, blah.
1: they milked a lot of time out of. Yes, they wrung every drop out of getting Claire to the La Quinta and getting all the dudes to the La Quinta before yeah. we even got to the intros.
2: It was definitely at least a third of the episode. Ugh, a little too hard much. watch. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, pretty tough, pretty tough. But you know what? Then we got there. We went through a long interview with Chris and Claire, which I could care less about. A lot of Claire, a lot of Claire, I have to say. But I feel like they're kind of milking their time with her while she's there because we're only going to get a limited time. And I have to say, I'm okay with that.
1: (laughs) So are we sure about that? It would appear from the preview that we have lots of Claire kissing all manner of dudes.
2: A lot can so, happen in like twelve days.
1: I well, okay, sure, but I mean, it just it would seem that she's pretty set on old DM. I wonder if they're really setting us up for a colossal uh, a colossal situation, uh, sw- switcheroo situation here.
2: Yeah, it could be a you know what do they call them like a red herring. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be go Dukes, but, go Badgers. I mean, there's plenty of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go,
1: there's plenty of recording out there. I'm recording, reporting out there about Claire like leaving, and I mean, it seems like they're building towards. There's going to be some sort of incident, but okay. in the next probably couple episodes. But it's um gonna be painful getting there. It would appear mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. is a robot sent from the Bachelor Gods universe to be on in this series of shows. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah. She just doesn't seem very sincere. No. She seems like she's like a too good at bacheloretting also. A <laughs> lot of experience. A lot of reps. Yes. She got her ten thousand hours though, you know. She's she's a master, bachelorette, bachelor universe
3: contestant.
2: Yes. All right. Continue. What's your take on Claire Jordan?
3: Uh I mean I think Very pretty. Yeah, very attractive. Um I think they they really play the I i'm a little older so i know exactly what i want and they seem to play that as like one of her biggest strengths but i don't know that that necessarily is um because it she uses it more as like i just take my gut feeling and i'm gonna go all the way with it it seems where i think maybe you need a little bit of balance there but uh like logan said maybe there's a robotish quality of just like i'm programmed that i know what i want and i'm gonna get married by the end of this so the guy who i felt most tingly about when he got out of the car that's who i'm gonna marry that's the (laughs) vibes i'm getting
2: there's also the question of is she playing some of this up to the camera because she has already being in contact with dale they already kind of know they're into each other and so she's just playing up this whole thing of like i know what i want when i see it oh my god he steps out of the limo that's my husband i'm jumping ahead of myself but like you know playing it up so that we're like yeah not to
3: try and cover there. her tracks yeah thank you. yes for sure
2: so, I agree. A- so overall again she seems fine i'm glad we're hopefully knock on wood not getting a full season of her that's what i'll say i
1: would agree yeah yeah Yeah, we'll see we got some colorful characters in the mix here too so
2: speaking of let's get to our discussion about the dudes i know we're all ready to fry
1: professional transition
2: all right so my favorite question would be who do you feel like was most surprising when it came to their bio to tv translation that's been a big topic amongst us who surprised
1: you the most? Well, I think Yosef jumps out. A yeah, little bit. he was. I mean, just because he was, he he. There was more action centered around him than he it would have appeared. I think based on his bio.
3: Yeah, just in terms I mean, of I like could... screen time that he got and yeah. focus that he received. Correct. Um, maybe oh. Ed a little too. Not like not in a good way but we like we fried his <laughs> during during the draft Ed, yeah Ed, he came in in the bubble right yeah, he uh-huh. rolled in the bubble Dude, which is a know, creative entrance i didn't hate that
1: as far as the gimmicky entrances go could have been worse um also, yeah. real quick straight back hair though doesn't ever do it for me i'm not really sure what you're doing it's definitely not even long enough to be straight back either it's just floofy uh-huh. mm.
2: real quick i do think that in the future we should add a category of like gimmicky costumes to our scoring sheet okay
3: okay we we can table that for next okay. season i'm
2: putting it out there before i forget all right it's um, just one-time
3: scoring opportunity i guess
2: okay. all right so we points uh, are points guys, baby were you guys surprised by chasen
1: i did we did we see a lot
2: of
0: didn't. i'm chasing sorry him. i'm sorry what's his name <laughs>
1: Jason, this guy's name is Chasen, and this is the second consecutive iteration of the show with a dude named Chasen on it.
0: I have a, I have a deep and genuine problem with it. Yeah, Can you it's...
2: guess what sport he played?
0: <laughs> I mean, lacrosse seems too easy. <laughs> yeah. Too easy. Yeah. It's
1: of that ilk, though.
0: It's of that vein.
2: Think more maybe independent.
0: So tennis or golf?
3: no. But but it's played at the same general uh, private establishment. <laughs> Oftentimes.
0: Honestly, if he's a professional shuffleboard player, <laughs> 100% redeem himself. He
3: might transition into that later on in life.
2: Competitive
0: what? swimmer. Oh, yeah, fair. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't uh, I didn't like,
0: he didn't, for
1: whatever reason, I didn't really feel like he stood out to me. He's a good-looking dude, though. No?
2: See, I think... In terms of like how he translated what we thought versus how he came across, mm-hmm. I think we all—he kind of got fried too. Yeah, and he came across. <laughs> anybody like can, really get Listen, anybody and, can get
1: it. Listen, anybody can get it. We've made that clear.
2: He came across really shy and quiet, where I think we thought he was going to come across more of like, like Brian, uh, like Brian I'm kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. more yeah. brash.
2: He was the one who showed up in the night costume.
3: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, that was super lame. Maybe that's why I tuned it out.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also thought that Kenny came across even creepier than he what did. I was anticipating. He did.
1: Pretty aggressive. Uh, his, you know, kind of dressed-down, casual band manager look was was uh, quite something. The T-shirt under the uh, the jacket. Glad
2: with Clara's dogs on. Oh them.
1: yeah. Oh, that's um, true. She, she ate that up, though. She's like, oh.
2: can I pet my dogs? I was hoping you'd do
1: that. <laughs> Love it. Love the energy, Kenny. <laughs> Score some Puntablos for the team. But, uh, yeah, we're sweating that one out. I wasn't really sure he was going to make it.
3: Big neck. Big neck on camera. Was, was he the guy, did any of you guys catch the earring rig he had? It wasn't like a, it was more <laughs> like a push pin type deal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was, i mean very boy band manager-esque again oh, yeah. so he fits the bill there but it was it it doesn't seem like it leads to good things
2: yeah seems like someone pierced his ear for him at camp <laughs> sleep camp <laughs> um i also wrote that like okay you know how we talked about certain pictures just don't do guys any favors robbie Way hotter than his profile pick. Robbie. Robbie was the guy who was wearing a Hawaiian shirt in his car. Oh yeah. He's bi by bi- coastal. He goes from Tampa. <laughs> from Tampa,
1: to, like Tampa LA. to LA. <laughs> it's, yeah, the, the rare Tampa to LA. Wait,
3: is <laughs> he my guy that didn't make it past night one?
2: I think. Uh no, I think he got a rose actually.
3: He um he was the guy in the Hawaiian shirt on the uh
2: in the bios. The bios.
3: Yeah, I know I I feel like I drafted Robbie from Tampa.
2: Yeah, there was a guy
3: yeah, that looked a team. little bit like robbie that got a lot of play in the
1: right. uh in, in the beginning mike and he ended up on my team he was one of the three undrafted guys and he did not make it past
3: that's right i was surprised by that
2: yeah yeah but yeah robbie way hotter than i expected him to be yeah but i also kind of suspicious that he's the guy in some of the previews for next or following weeks where he's screaming like uh like some move, i expected more from the oldest bachelorette (laughs) i think that might be robbie based on the hair
3: what a thing to say again points are (laughs) points baby
2: all right next question speaking of entrances and who surprised you who do you feel like had the most uncomfortable entrance or just general presence on night one
3: i'm totally out on bennett's entrance I mean, oh, we pegged that guy exactly Please. for who he is.
1: And it looks a lot more like Willem Dafoe than I thought he did in his in his uh, freaking, like when he comes out, he's got like the Willem Dafoe, like, oh, I'm a bit of a scientist myself kind of look <laughs> going, like with the, the scarf and the tuxedo. What what do they say? The bond. He had the 007. He rolled up in the Bentley. Uh, rolls Royce. He rolled,
2: rolled up in the rolls Royce. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. He had like a white scarf, and he was wearing his Belgian loafers. Someone commented on his loafers, yeah. and he was drinking a martini.
1: Yeah, so. he has the dirty. worst for sure.
2: Definitely,
1: definitely has a house in Palm Beach County. Side note, has <laughs> 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 attended a couple of MAGA rallies in his day. Just <laughs> going crazy. Bo-Kuris, just kidding. He's for done. sure. He doesn't go to the he doesn't go to the rallies. He just donates. Um, He's I, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, he. That was rough. Good point, Jordan. Um, I'm trying to think. The guy was it Tyler C that rolled up in the in the wagon? Mm-hmm. The Clark then, Griswold. Yeah. He kind of got off to a rough start, and then the night sort of spun out of control for him, which is unfortunate. Hate to see it. Little McConaughey vibes out of him, which I liked. He had a great, a delightful accent.
2: Delightful accent. He's
3: gonna crush on Paradise.
2: Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> he is gonna say a Bachelor
1: Nation. That
3: boy's gonna get shmammered.
2: He's you just going to be
1: sheet hammered, like, hitting on some rando Paradise. Just his accent is going to be so thick after 47 Mai Tais. Oh.
2: Look, I may have perused this man's Instagram. And let's just say it's a real shame we didn't get far <laughs> enough in the season that we got to, in, like, take him in without a shirt on. Because Oh, wow. yep.
1: Wow. Very,
2: yoked. Yeah. Well, um, that's what Paradise is for. He's a final, uh, boxer. So, oh. abs for days.
1: That's so why he's got the that block. He's got head. like
2: the like sixteen pack. I mean. Oh, like wow. the
1: phlactoids. The His phlactoids are well developed. Yeah, good for him. Yeah.
2: Anyway,
1: he's wearing the jacket. All right, let's keep it moving.
2: Um, mine were I, I thought that your uh, pick one Zach J rubbed me way the wrong way. He showed up with the ring box that when he opened it up, it was like oh, it a butt fart. that farted, and he like kept doing it, and it was just like, so
0: gross. And I love
1: watching Jason just... react to this. He's on mute, but he's just <laughs> nodding his head vigorously. Like, <laughs> like,
2: like, like, right. <laughs> and then, I don't know, He's just overall like swagger and demeanor through the night. I, I told you at one point, I was like, there's something just creepy about this guy. Like, he just rubs me the wrong way. Like, there's something about him, like my hair stands on end a little bit. I'm like, ugh. I don't like you, so Zach yep. J. So
1: yeah, so so predict- also a
3: really strong paradise candidate.
2: Oh, for sure, for points. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, who would you give your first impression rose to? I bet we all have the same answer for this one.
3: I I don't know that we do. <laughs>
2: really. Um.
1: Is it just based off of the walk-ins or?
2: No, just like the episode, just Who like what we
1: saw from people. I need to look at the cast again because I'm.
2: Well, to fill in the silence, I would easily give it to Easy. I Interesting. love Easy.
1: Easy seemed like he went in and maybe had too many drinks, um, too fast. Like on, like he. He he was strong entrance. He kicked through the, the, the paper thing. It was really cool. He looked fantastic in oh. the in the like mm-hmm. whatever that was, garnet or pink, whatever that suit color salmon. was. Salmon.
2: The salmon suit is back, boys.
1: Sort of sort of a salmon. Um but yeah. See, he
2: didn't come across to me as someone who had already like some drinks. He came across as more of like very confident, fun, like if I'm gonna go on the Bachelorette, yeah. I want to have fun. I want to be with someone who I can have fun with. Oh, certainly. Yeah, and no. Easy he... reminds me of a guy. Like, if you were to be in a relationship with Easy, you wouldn't <laughs> just have like a boyfriend. You'd have like a best friend. Like, he would just be someone oh, you're my like stars. always <laughs> to see. What is he gonna think of next for us to do? Yeah. Like, He just seems like a really.
1: Oh like, oh oh. oh. Um, Jason, thirty-one, the former pro football uh, lineman. He
2: was uncomfortable. On-
1: uncomfortable Munch. a little yeah. a little much came on with the fat belly for and didn't really explain it just kind of came on with well,
2: it yeah but it was explained what well claire showed up for a juan Pablo's season uh, with a pregnant belly be pregnant yeah
1: that's why he did so he pre- was pretending to be pregnant yeah not fat yeah all right well yeah. there's a callback it didn't really seem like oh, it landed it didn't land as strongly as it should i thought blake moines strong strong performance by blake moines buoyed by his illicit dming of claire uh during the during the quarantine times but uh she seemed to appreciate that she was going through a really hard time then see she, she seems to be going like one of those people that likes to talk about the hard times she's going through i don't want to i don't want to besmirch anyone's difficult seasons right but i mean come on what are we doing
3: yeah she she may play it up a bit perhaps <laughs>
1: <Career bachelor> contestant <laughs> Just yeah. going through it at all times. I thought it, but,
3: I thought it was interesting that like Claire made it a huge point to say like there are rules that say we can't contact each other yeah. until the show.
2: Um, I'm covering up once again. Yeah. Sorry. What
3: a snake. Okay. What a snake. Um. So I didn't appreciate that. Uh. That Blake got love for that because I I respect rule followers as you guys know from my personality test. Yes. I, <laughs> I respect doing Arbiturate the right thing. are not welcome here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so really bummed in Claire's lack of judgment there. Um but I I kind of really liked uh I believe it was Joe's bit with the like the origami type stuff. I thought cute. that was like that was unique. That was not overtly like look Six. at me loud type stuff that you usually yeah. see. So I would have liked to seen that rewarded, even though he's not on my team. I respect the game.
1: I thought oh. Jordan C just looked great. He's a good looking dude. Jordan C.
2: Mm-hmm. Glasses. He's okay. Oh. He I'm looked
1: in.
3: about the same as his headshot. I was hoping for a little bit more of a boost on oh, the film. But you know,
1: was uh was Jordan named the tall guy? Yeah, So sad for Jordan M. He looked way better, came off way better than his bio. um, And he even had the best line of the night. They said, if you get thirsty, remember, I'm a tall drink of water. That was fantastic. Chef's kiss on that. He was wearing like the cropped pants, looked looked great. Say it again, I gotta write that down. He said something about like, and remember, if you get thirsty tonight, I'm a tall drink of water.
2: It was. It
0: came across real 6. Yeah, I'm six. stealing that immediately.
2: Okay, <laughs> yeah. please,
3: please let us know. please let us know oh. when you pull that yeah. out so I can come watch you, yeah. you, you. You and Jordan M are built a tad bit different, but just, just a bit.
2: Thirty-seven
3: <laughs> PBRs deep at Ruby's Arcade at like two a.m.
1: I <laughs> will giving,
2: say, give
3: a tall drink of water line to some
1: stodgy. <laughs> Jordan M was another guy, <laughs> so much better
2: looking than his yes. biopic. He yes. he was handsome okay, very handsome i do not know how you pick a guy like Yosef when you still have a jordan m on the board like
1: producers influence Yeah, hey, get oh. those guys out of there Yosef was Yosef was heavy creepy vibes mm-hmm. and he, he also immediately creepy. went to the like how much he respects women he has a daughter he and played he, up the
2: daughter he needs to like show. i hated
1: it
3: so much but i'm much scoring points so. oh yeah yeah that's fine but I, I, I also guess. his nickname is yo apparently which is right. also gag worthy <laughs>
2: yeah yeah. Yosef thinks way too much of himself. But... I'm
1: telling you, Bennett looks like a cross between Willem Dafoe and that guy from Family Guy with the really wide jowls.
3: <laughs> I feel like all of them have pretty wide <laughs> jowls yeah, like, on the show. The guy or whatever. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, anyhow.
2: All right. What was your overall impression of your team? who stood out i'm hungry I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm i gave Emily the i'm hungry as my team was just scoring points early she was she was not loving it i went on like a four straight rose run and i was like oh we're out here baby
3: yeah i think you went eight out of ten on first night roses i did just confirmed. a little concerning so
1: did emily i think
3: yeah which means i did ne- definitely <laughs> <do>. um, <laughs> i did- <laughs>
1: You have six, right? Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm right. I'm pretty concerned about my team long-term. i going to be honest. <laughs> the, the makeup of my
1: team.
2: Jordan, I've been, uh, I have to tell you, buddy, after draft night, I looked at Logan. I was like, I'm not feeling very <laughs> confident look,
3: i took i took some chances and uh they don't appear to to be paying off Took to your board all right you took the best player available as you per your grade and you got to do what you got to do listen picking girls is way easier than picking guys for me in this exercise as as evidenced by your performance
2: it is evidence though (laughs) i was reviewing past spreadsheets and you kind of had a similar like a run on um, Hannah Brown season where I think you did really terribly like opening week, but then you <laughs> had some people who just like hung on. So you never know. we yeah. Well, see. Uh, that's my
3: concern is like the, the footage they showed from the rest of Claire's season, at least did not seem to include many of my guys. Um, and I, I kind of drafted hoping that I would have more, um, appealing candidates for tacia as well that was mm-hmm. kind of my strategy i don't know how well it'll pan out um but like, <laughs> my- like my number one pick the the self-proclaimed italian stallion like he walks out of the car and just has like no personality whatsoever oh. Um, this is
1: classic. He, he's too he's, handsome. He's never had to have a personality.
3: Proves one of the world's oldest truths is that if you're super hot, you you're a dud personality <laughs> wise. So
2: Super hot. Dude. I have to say, okay. If we're objectifying these men beyond his gorgeous face, like broad chest. Like I was like, wow.
3: <laughs> Listen, he, he keeps a tight rig from what we can see. But yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know how far that takes him.
2: It's very true. true. He
3: did make it past night one though, right? He did. Yeah. But he was one of the last ones to get a rose. And I was really sweating that.
2: I'm thinking honestly, like the roses were divvied out. where like most, most of Logan's went in like round one. Mine went in round two. And then Jordan's.
3: (laughs) I'm some tier three roses on my team right now. I feel bad for Ivan.
2: He's on my team. Why'd you feel bad for him? He didn't make it, did he? He did. Oh, he yeah, did. He
1: did. Who was the guy that didn't make it? Garen?
2: J- uh, Jordan M.
1: Jordan. Metallic oh, it was Jordan M. Oh, okay. He was the guy that didn't make it that I was yeah. disappointed for.
2: Yeah. That's why I said, why would you Why would you leave a guy like that? Like, when was, you have him on your board, why would you pick yes? Was
1: Paige on my team? Yes. yes. So he did not make it. Had I known that he had such aggressive tattoos on his hands, I maybe would have <laughs> yeah. not picked him. This is a good point that was a little jarring he has a chef so to be expected some adventurous tattoo uh stuff but um yeah i felt kind of bad for him he didn't really pop off the screen and then got like a really sad edit where he was just kind of like i'm just really disappointed and you know did, did not able to make
3: I, it i will say to his credit he took it better than a lot of people in the past have sure. um Seemed to have a pretty level head. Also, we didn't get anybody crying after they didn't get a rose, which I was a little. I was hoping, like I had four chances for tears points there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for four!
1: Just to maximize the sad, the sad points. I was story. like,
3: I'm here. I'm sitting here at the TV, like at least somebody cry, and get me right. points out the door, but mm-hmm. it, it didn't happen.
2: I think for my team overall, I think you need to look out for Ben, Ivan, and Joe. I think those are solid contenders. Ben's
3: going to be a big, big piece.
2: Oof, yeah. Um, <laughs> What did I say about Ben? I was like, you can tell Ben is a veteran who's seen some and has done some therapy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he had a very,
1: like, very Ivan to therapy vibe when he, like, yeah. rolled up. and Like, let's do some deep breathing exercises and take this. Take this easy, you and yeah. Me. That was a weird entrance. Some
2: yeah. of his quarantine footage was of him meditating.
1: And side note, if you were uh, if you were like the contestant, like the Bachelor, or the Bachelorette, you got to be feeling great coming like after this night, just personally gassed up, because everyone gets out of the car is like, "Oh my God, you're so beautiful. It's I get so not to nice touch to- you. Oh my God, this is amazing. Like you just got to be really feeling yourself. You just strut back into the room. I want to talk to Tyler C. <laughs> yeah
2: um uh as already mentioned I feel like Jason was a real disappointment not I mean not t- our Jason but you know <laughs> yeah.
0: just, either, he's way, real, either way either fine.
2: But I also, he's taking shots
1: he's taking hacks
2: I feel like I'll get points I feel like he's again another one where the producers kind of want to keep him around because he's good TV he just says a lot of dumb <laughs> so he'll probably stay longer than he needs to I think brendan who was my round one pick um i think he's going to be the sarah of the season
4: mm.
2: real handsome striking as mentioned on the draft picking uh pod great like cheekbones jawline great smile but really
3: piercing eyes
2: oh my gosh yes and he just seems like a real sweetheart but i think he just like is maybe too normal just not gonna get much screen time and is gonna be the sarah of the season which is sad once again, my first,
1: my first, pick. <laughs> first <ever laughs> pick
2: of a person to be on the Bachelor and Bachelorette. So,
1: Brendan, he Brendan looks Look like he's him. in a band. No, a, he looks like he's in like a laney style band. They sing like sad boy jams and kill it.
2: I feel like he looks more like. Um,
3: what are you gonna say other than in a band?
2: I don't. Have know, you ever Logan,
3: during our draft, you said American Apparel model. Okay,
1: same he, idea. he looks
2: like a model, but he also All American you said Apparel he also looks like advanced. a basketball coach, and he is
1: oh well, I said he had Tony Bennett uh swag with his jacket ah. and an open open uh button up situation
2: mm-hmm. see, I feel like he looks like someone who's maybe more too like introverted to be a musician, and maybe he's like an author
1: maybe yeah. I just like I don't think I've ever met someone with that haircut that didn't
3: play an instrument
2: mm-hmm. maybe you haven't met enough people
3: do you think he's a brass or a woodwind? <laughs>
0: He plays the oboe. He wood, rocks w-
2: Woodwind, for sure. Definitely. He
1: plays the oboe with Molly Schick.
2: <laughs> well,
0: Dude, Molly, cr- let's, she moved to the bassoon and crushed it, all right? Let's let's relax. Shout out to Molly. To friend, friend of the podcast, Molly Schick. I didn't,
1: anything, I didn't say anything besmirching. I just <laughs> she was just my go-to
0: <laughs> oboist. Also, woodwind discussion is a dangerous topic for you and I, Logan, so we should probably move on. <laughs> this is true.
1: We all have darkness in our past, Jason. Yes, we do. Yes, we do.
3: Not Jason. <laughs> all right, Emily. Do you want to? Do you want to give us a quick recap of where the points stand? Yeah,
2: Whoa, I just—he was yeah. on board. Same I just vibes, loaded it up. I'm—I'm I'm amazed. So, in third place, we have Jordan with 105 points. Uh, in second place, we have Logan at 125, and leading the charge, I am at 130—a strong five-point lead. <laughs> not feeling comfortable with that at all.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good. You were buoyed by, uh, you got you had some points for a verbal altercation. Yes. And so did Jordan.
2: Jordan and I shared some verbal altercation points. You had some kissing points. I think I just as as had well kissing Jordan. points and,
1: and, and team through points. I think I just had one kiss though. Not a whole lot of like scoring potential other than Rose Ceremony in this episode though. Yeah. yeah. A little. I mean, we're, we're rolling now, so hopefully we'll get into yeah. it. But uh, yeah. I
3: think I think my best chance is they get Claire up and out of here in like episode two and a half, That's and Tasha comes in and falls in love with all six of my remaining guys.
2: Good luck! I wish you well. I need it. <laughs> well, gentlemen, this has been lovely. Thank you for joining the Bachelorette segment, and I look forward to talking with you more next week.
1: Thanks for stopping Another- by. Another two hour episode next week? Yeah. Are we going to have any of those weeks where they have like two episodes? Those are the most grueling weeks of this. Oh. Of this <laughs> that
2: was very unnormal.
1: I think that's Hopefully when not. we like really start like losing some of our zest is when we get hit with like two. We hit, get hit with like. We have to four watch four hours. Yeah. Like in one week. And it's like, oh man, this is almost Permitment. more than, than the football that I watch. That I <laughs> deeply understand. Almost. Almost more. Well, may the roses ever be in your
2: favor, will
1: okay, you-, thank you? Thanks for joining us. All right, now let's hop over to America's second favorite uh, semi-pro sport, college football. Get into it. Uh, fun week! Wow, a lot of a lot of fun storylines for college football this week. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Chief amongst them, it would appear that the uh, the coronavirus is is, is here now. Uh, you know, it's, it's here okay. for college football. Um, I mean, the main takeaway here is uh, we have four fairly high-profile games that are being postponed, all of them except for actually Vandy, Missouri, involving top 10 teams, which is crazy to say, Uh, but Oklahoma State, Baylor, Cincy, Tulsa, LSU, Florida, and Vandy, Missouri are all off as of now for this weekend based on... Test results, contact tracing, all the things of that nature. Um, I think the most high-profile one is clearly the LSU-Florida game, um, especially given uh, the coach's comments, Stan Mullen's comments at the end of the Texas A&M game, which I think we did a pretty fair job breaking down. Uh, we They were fairly, I mean, disgusting, whatever you want to say. Comments. They look even dumber now in light of the fact that Florida's had 20 positive COVID cases in the neighborhood, and it's going to be down some coaches and uh, and, and players. I mean, they're, they're, the game is canceled. They're down so many players. So
3: yeah. Well, um, and what's more kind of troubling or disappointing about it was I think when we talked Sunday night, we all kind of felt like, yeah, that those were bad comments. It was a bad look. But yeah maybe we gave him the benefit of the doubt and it was like, that was maybe heated at the moment. Like, he'll probably walk it back in his Monday or Tuesday presser. And he did not. He doubled down on his sentiment well, about- he hit, him,
0: he hit him with the, I'm sorry if people were offended, which is always my favorite.
3: Yeah, which
1: is a pretty terrible thing. Uh, not ter- I shouldn't say terrible thing. It's it's a, That's not the apology that you should probably put up there. Again, I don't want to be the COVID police. I don't want to be the sure. apology police even um when it comes to this stuff it was bad it's a really bad look he shouldn't have said what he said when he said it it looks dumber now um i think there is a certain degree of hot take artist out there that is going with like dan mullen should be fired because of what he said and it's like come on that to me like it was bad take i think it could be a bad take and we can like realize that he's gonna have to eat this publicly i hope i mean he, he clearly is eating it publicly right now i don't think that he uh needs to be fired unless any of you guys think he should be fired because he had a, he had a bad COVID take. I mean, freaking Mike Gundy's out here wearing one American news network shirts and doing the same stuff. And like somehow has flown under the radar here. His team isn't playing this weekend either, but
3: um, anyhow, I, yeah. I mean, well, I, if, I think that all comes back to like, what, what ultimately are the expectations of someone in that job? Right. Like we've, we've talked about this when Dabo says stupid stuff, Yep. Like how how much should we expect coaches to offer informed, well-thought-out opinions on these types of situations mm-hmm. versus how much do we just expect them to be football brains? So, I think yeah, a lot I mean, of a lot of uh, feelings stem from where you stand on that. Yes, Jason.
0: Yeah, no I, I agree with all you guys with both of you guys. It it it, it can be I, that was a really dumb thing to say, uh, and like not a fireable offense. It's, it's just, yeah, college football coach says something he shouldn't have. Traffic at eleven, like it. Yeah, it's it, it's it was, not like I don't want to like just pretend it's acceptable, but no, it's also not not no, in I, the like twenty worst things that a college football coach has said this year.
1: I think the the immediate response from Scott Strickland, the AD of Florida, and Bernard. I believe, is how you say his last name? I hope yeah. uh, is the president at the University of Florida, um, pretty much immediately, saying that they were going to stick with the CDC guidelines for the stadium and everything, set the yeah. tone for what the policy Correct. is that's going to be followed. And I they, think ha- that, they
0: handled it very well. That was I saw I viewed that as very good leadership. I
1: continue um, To be pretty impressed with Scott Strickland's availability and openness, uh, given that he is the Florida athletic director, and we've seen in the past that that is a weighty position to, to hold and have. Uh, he does a really good job of interacting with the fan base, and I think he does a really good job of at least giving the appearance of uh, providing some sort of, like, open and authentic communication. I mean, he I think he did, like – he took questions for, like, 25 minutes yesterday. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I
0: think it's rare it, – and- it's rare at the <laughs> Power Five level. Right. Uh, much less at Florida. Like, even, you know, Spencer Hall said it, and, and many people have said that like, people – for whatever reason, continue to underestimate like Florida is going to do what is right for Florida at all times and damn the rest because they can, you know, they're one of probably the three or four most successful and powerful athletics departments in the country. Um, And with the, (laughs) with, with Texas being what it is right now, it's possible they're number one in terms of just raw straight up power across all (laughs) sports. And so Florida's always been able to just be like, Nope, this is what we're doing and we don't have to talk about it and we don't have to explain why, Everybody shut up. And, um, you know, I I do – I give Scott Strickland credit for – he is – he's certainly the most transparent person I've seen in Florida, maybe ever. Um, Mm -hmm. He's got to be up there in terms of the SEC. Um, And there's a brighter spotlight on Florida than there is on on almost anybody else in the country just by its nature. But I I think he's handled it pretty well so far. And I I respect transparency as, as is my career path.
1: Well, and it is I think to put a boat maybe on this conversation so we don't have to beat it completely to death, but, you know, I, hopefully this is a learning opportunity for Dan Mullen to maybe he, – he does this thing where he uh, tends to air his grievances in the press conferences immediately after games, and that is nice when you're trying to, you know, kick your team in the ass or, you know, light a fire whatever, get get it going, but it really bites you in the butt when you come out here and maybe talk about stuff that's a little out of your out of your scope. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, Strickland if, actually got a little a little feisty with him at the press conference too. He, he had some quote that was essentially like Yeah, Dan was was you know amped up after the game and every once in a while we say we all say something that's outside of our area of expertise and then he kinda of paused and he was like, Dan is really good at calling football plays and just kinda of like Yeah yeah,
1: and I that I, I appreciate hearing that and hopefully Yeah,
0: it was true. I think it I think it came across in print probably sassier than than was intended. Uh, but it was also accurate. Like Dan yeah. Mullen's not a doctor.
1: And to give a little bit of light into the Dan Mullen press conference experience too, I've consumed a fair number of them. This is one of his things that he hammers. He is all yeah. about please get to the game early. We want a pack stadium it, when the, when times are good. So this being in his – one of his personal –
0: It's not uh, out of character. No. That
1: he, you know, is always going on about. It's not completely out of character that he would say this. He clearly made him mis- mis- misstepped and, uh, you know, went a little too far and then, you know, botched the apology. Now he's got to eat it. So that's fine. I don't think it's a fireable offense. I think Florida is going to have to deal with the fallout from their own personal COVID cases. Um, it would appear that all these schools – that are having COVID outbreaks have all played Texas A and M, and somehow Texas A and M has not had any outbreaks, which is crazy. That there's the, the commonality there. So <laughs> those ag, ag scientists. I
0: don't have a comment on the matter.
1: <laughs> um But you know, I think we're I think we're uh, we're we're done. We done beat that one up. So we'll see if Florida and LSU play. There's technically an open week at the end of the season. Uh, that's supposed to be reserved for the SEC championship game. I have a feeling we're going to see some more games postponed throughout the year. So we'll see if they just maybe move everything back or it doesn't, we don't really even need to talk about what they might do. We'll figure it out in middle of December, probably. Sure. Any other other thoughts? No. All right. Nick Saban also tested positive for the virus. uh, Was allegedly coaching via zoom um, (laughs) this week at some practices I'm sure that went well. Um, there seems to be like... For, uh, for a
3: guy who never reads his email also. Right.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, it, there seems to be a bit of um, traction that he might somehow be able to coach. I don't know if there's a, some sort of way to get some posit- some negative tests or something that is would result in him being able to coach. I just saw a, a story on Twitter come across before, so it could be just fake also i could have got trolled but um we'll see what sticks out there they do play georgia this weekend though that is the interesting wrinkle number two versus number three um i think the line jumped a lot after the nick saban not coaching news uh not sure that i mean kirby smart is the other coach so it's not really like it's a battle of the brains here but uh we're battle the bangs maybe (laughs) that's true hey uh um, but yeah, sucks. I hope, I hope it gets better. Um, I think he, all accounts are he's doing okay. He just tested positive and has got to stay away for some time and, and uh, get better. So.
0: And credit where credit is due. We we joke on saving a lot on this pod. I think, but as was the talk on Twitter when it happened, he's genuinely like been really well thought out about all this stuff. Like he is always wearing a mask. It kind of up in the air whether or not that mask was good material, but he's always like said. This kind of this stuff is important. We need to do this, and yeah. you know, yeah. oh, you can talk about his motivations all you want and that stuff, but it's to have the mo- like the most prominent college football coach in the country saying mm-hmm. that stuff is not small.
3: Yeah, he my- he was one of the first, yeah, prominent figures in the sport to come out and start doing the PSAs, and I mean, I guess like he's he's kind of the only one or one of the only ones who could do that in the area he's in without getting blown up on like, so, but all the same, he deserves a tremendous amount of credit for taking a stand as early as he did. Um, so yeah, T's and P's that, that it's not serious for him. Um, I think less miles may be back in action here soon after his uh entanglement with the virus. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it people people at high levels and low levels get this thing. It does not yeah. discriminate. It does not care what your status is. It it can happen to anybody.
1: I think uh, Alabama's athletic director Greg Byrne also tested That's positive. Right. Yeah. So anyhow, these I mean, we don't want. I I don't want anyone to get the virus. I would. I hope we can move get through this and uh, get on the other side of this eventually. But it would appear that it's here to stay. It would appear that it's maybe on the rise again. Uh, In the country, I think numbers are up across the board. I'm sure people being back in school and everything else uh, contributes to that. So uh, please be safe and be diligent, everybody. All right, Uh, let's get in to the week that has been severely hampered by uh, the situations with uh, some some, some COVID situations. some games to discuss. Jordan, you have a, any UVA wake forest breakdown. What's the quarterback situation going into this game? For so
3: UVA? quarterback situation for the who's, I believe the expectation is that Lindell stone will be your starter. Um, as of Wednesday, Brennan Armstrong was still in the, uh, the concussion protocol, uh, Robert and I was quoted as saying if he practiced today, Thursday, then he would still be able to play Saturday. Don't know if he practiced today or not. Um, They did get a bit of good news in that Ronnie Walker's transfer eligibility second appeal was finally approved. Um, He transferred from Indiana. He okay. was a four-star, I, I don't think he was five-star anywhere, but four-star running back out of Hopewell High School, maybe. Um, transferred yes. from Indiana, was denied eligibility, first appeal was denied. A lot of speculation was that Indiana's coaches and program were holding them that, that up. Uh And they all of a sudden came out this week and said, no, we're not holding up at all. And then it magically got approved after being uh, waited on for longer than the appeal period. But anyhow, uh, so that's a bit of good news. The line on that game opened. So this is UVA at Wake. The line opened at Virginia minus one. It has since moved to... UVA minus two and a half. Um, I, I remain, I remain skeptical just based on what the offense was when Lindell stone came in last week. But if he's had a practice,
1: seems like he's willing to, I mean, he's chucking it. I mean, he's equipment. willing
3: to sling the thing <laughs> would a, a real thrower of the ball. Um,
1: is does i mean do you think that ronnie walker being available to play does that change the offense for the better like in any meaningful way i mean it seems like virginia's running backs have been having a decent year
3: yeah i i think potentially it does like the two running backs that have been going so far wayne talapapa who was the main back from last year um and shane simpson the transfer from Towson. uh simpson's been rolling the ball really well but i think he could uh dinged up in the game last week um
1: it's depth always yeah
3: but from from what i've heard ronnie walker is an upgrade over both of them so uh i i mean that remains to be seen but he's he's been practicing with the team this whole time while they've waited on his appeal so it's not like he's just getting into the flow of things
1: um didn't don't like uh well this is more just an overarching story. Why is the NCAA uh, holding up any transfers this year? The, these years, this year doesn't count against any eligibility for any reason. If this uh, year is yeah, again, that, for S's and G's anyway, why don't we just let people play?
3: Again, that that is one of the reasons that a lot of speculation was Indiana was being salty and putting putting words in the NCAA's ear is why they should deny
1: I will say
0: I will say that by and large, I have not seen a t- transfer rejected this year. So,
1: did that uh, the that lineman transfer from Georgia or Tennessee or whatever? Didn't he get his denied?
3: Uh he may have.
0: I'm not going to say it hasn't. Uh, possible. Right.
1: You're, you're, you're pretty right, Jason. But I mean, I think Florida had both of the.
0: And to be fair, I'm I'm also more based in basketball. Um, and I can say, I mean, basketball has even more transfers than football and like all of those have been accepted.
1: Yeah. uh, So I'm inclined
0: to think that it's not the NCAA on this one.
1: I know Justin shorter, the wide receiver for Florida transferred from Penn state. I don't know if you've seen that guy. He's huge. Number 89. He is a giant wide receiver. So is he six,
3: seven like Lavelle Davis though? Uh,
1: no, but he's probably six, six like Kyle Pitts.
3: Okay. Well, that that ain't bad either. Uh, Paul. Mm
1: And then I know Lorenzo Lingard, former five star running back, transferred to Florida this offseason from Miami. I don't know what his status is. He hasn't played yet. I heard he picked up he picked up a knock in training camp. Um but uh, I'm not really that's sure. Wrong. I'm not really sure if he's eligible or not. But I mean he that guy, if he could ever be healthy, should be a game changing running back. So that'd be nice. Anyhow, um that's all to say. Shout out to UVA. Uh two and <laughs> The fact that the the line has swung in UVA's favor is
3: befuddling, but... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so, I mean, at this point, like, it's a weird place to be because the NCAA has said, you know, there are no win requirements for going to a bowl this Mm -hmm. year, but at the same time, like, you want to make yourself as appealing of a candidate as possible, so... UVA fan base it feels like a must-win must in Week 4 against yeah. Wake Forest.
0: I'm going to toss out a, a comment that's surely going to make you guys' eye roll, but you guys are going to finish in the top two-thirds of a Power 5 conference. You're going to be fine. Yeah,
1: I would think so. That's usually the case, right?
0: Yeah, I hope so. They're, they're not going to take any mid-major teams at all.
1: Well, are they even going to be fans of these games? or games are in a month and a half. I
0: don't know. I mean, I I have no idea, but if the Bulls happen, which is not a guarantee, like uh, a lot of these Bulls rely on those like guaranteed ticket buys and the ultimate scam would be still requiring those guaranteed ticket buys. Um, and so if they can't have fans, maybe the Bulls don't happen. But if the Bulls do happen, it's going to be 97% power five teams. So how many,
3: Well, here's here's a fun question that we may be discussing in a month and a half or so. Like, <laughs> Are are schools going to be in such a financial pickle that they like they would turn down bowls because of the required ticket? Box? For sure,
0: sure. I mean, you'd think that, but it hasn't stopped them in the past. So, sure. Because every every single school loses money on bowls. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Well, I need something to do when I'm just g chilling at the house pounded presence that's
0: why they're happy to lose their money because it's just it's marketing dollars i get it like it's it's probably depending on how you sculpt it it's worth it but
1: they are not going to keep me out of the uh the django tart cherry tone. You know. cherubondi
3: tart cherry bowl
1: cherubondi, thank you thank you yes <laughs> all right let's move on In acc north carolina i believe is at fsu this one just jumped out to me because this is uh an opportunity for North Carolina to really submit themselves as, I guess, a top five team. (laughs) So um, maybe they are five North Carolina playing Florida state. I think Florida state showed a little bit of zip last week. They scored some points at least against Notre Dame. Um, This game could get pointsy if, if both of these offenses are up and humming Um, North Carolina looks like they can really go to use a basketball term. Yeah. Uh, They, they look like they can score Howell looks good. Uh, this will be an opportunity for Florida State to see Sam Howell up close in person. Uh, after after he left, when Walt Bell decided to go coach UMass and not play this year. Um, over under on this game is 64. Excellent.
0: UMass is also back. They're playing a couple games.
1: Oh, UMass is back! Thank yeah. God. Jeez, I was worried sick about them. Are they going to play North Dakota State? Or are we going to get Trey Lance? Let Trey Lance spin it one more time.
0: Uh, no, I don't. But Trey Lance did declare for the draft officially. Didn't, didn't actually play that well against Central, uh, whatever. Um, Arkansas. I think it was Central Arkansas. I yeah. played. Central um,
1: Arkansas
0: didn't have didn't have a great game, but um, no, actually, UMass is playing this weekend.
1: Who are they playing?
0: They are at Georgia Southern. They're down in Statesboro. Wow. And they had to. Uh, I great. believe their road uniforms are not ready yet. So they had to wear their homes. So Georgia Southern had to switch uniforms.
1: That's a real, that's a real uh, LSU move.
0: Which I can, I can vouch that I, I actually get that because one, Nike is super behind on all these orders, and two, sure. um, UMass wasn't playing football like three year and a half weeks ago. So,
1: God, can you imagine? <clears throat> like, hey guys.
3: <laughs> Look, we're getting the band back together.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> just... Football, we're going to do it. Someone get Nike uh, on the forum We need a way uniform.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Tell them uh, to stitch something white. I don't know.
3: In the East Bay catalog, we can get, uh, <laughs> we can
1: get 85 of <laughs> the Nike Max Pro, just generic whites. The white uh, vapor
3: mesh pennies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> numbers 1 through 85. We'll figure it out. uh All right. Or 0-384, because they can wear zero this year in college football. Big That's
3: news. True. Shots <clears throat> is in here.
1: Yeah, so North Carolina, Florida State. I just it, this game could get interesting. I don't know that North Carolina has like been like completely overwhelmingly impressive this year. No uh, their offense. In flashes, looks really good. They scored a ton of points last week against Virginia Tech, but they kind of let Virginia Tech come back into that game uh, for sure. I think their defense has a way to go. I'm just I'm just pointing it out. Florida State could give them some problems. This game is in Tallahassee, I believe. So, uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot else to watch. So, tune in. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Another ACC matchup. Sorry, guys. This is the last of the tough batch of non pickers. But uh, Louisville is playing Notre Dame. I keep wanting to think that an athletic Louisville team is going to be able to give someone some problems. I don't know if it's in the cards for them to win this game.
3: Hey now, nice. Oh,
1: see, what I did. I didn't even notice that. Uh, <laughs> but they just—they just come out, you know. Just I'm, I'm out here. Uh, but yeah, I mean Notre Dame again, another team. I don't know that they've like absolutely blown anyone away uh, with how impressive they've been. They gave a lot of points last week to Florida State, but kind of uh, showed a pretty impressive offensive line and running game performance. So I would imagine they'll be able to gash Louisville on the ground. Louisville's going to need to score a lot of points to keep up. So, any Lamar
3: Jackson ain't walking through that door. Keep,
1: <laughs> your, keep your little oh hos on this one, though, because could get weird. Why not?
0: Hope it does. All right,
1: and that's all I got. So if you guys got any others that really jump out to you, I, I saw that uh, Liberty is favored at Syracuse.
0: Yeah, you know, that's true. Tough,
3: tough look for the Orange. Twenty twenty just gets worse and worse.
0: It's true. I that's feel
1: true. like three and a half point favorites at Syracuse. So gross. Eric Dungey ain't walking through that door.
0: Mm. Juice no, that's sorry. Uh, wrong orange team. I must have Juice Williams. That's one me. <laughs> Maybe Juice could walk up. through that door. <laughs> Greg Paulus ain't
1: walking through that door. There it <laughs> is. Better better famous. We can do I can do uh at least one more. donovan McNabb ain't walking through that door. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> Tommy DeVito is walking through that door though and that's I think that could be the problem.
0: problem. Aaron Lizer issue, I think. <laughs> there you
1: go. All right, Jordan, take us away. We got what? Four games to pick and uh We got five
3: and... games to pick.
1: Oh, we got five games to pick. I'm excited to see what the
3: fifth one is. As per usual. All right, we're going to start uh on a on a Friday night um down in oh. the, maybe not the heart of Texas, but it is in Texas. Uh, yeah. We've got the BYU Cougars taking on the Houston Cougars. So a real <laughs> Cougs on Cougs battle here, if if you're into that type of thing. Uh, hey, uh, uh, it was almost
0: a reference to Outer uh, Banks.
3: Oh, oh. I, w- I wouldn't understand.
0: Oh my God, Jordan. get
3: it together! I've, I've abstained so far. Season so. two is going to
0: come down the pipe and you're not going to have any idea what's going on.
3: Yeah, you're right. Well, I'm. It's I might a, want to yeah, keep
1: it that way. it was absolute trash, and I loved every it second. So oh, it's,
0: it. it's the worst television show I've ever watched. I'm going to watch season two in one day.
1: Oh, yeah, best use of cliffhanger I've seen in a while. They really, they they really maximize the like the, the Netflix. You only have 11 seconds in between episodes. Just, so, just every
4: I single do episode.
1: <laughs> do it, Jimmy. I'm in. They're in the basement. The creepy lady's walking around with the shotgun. Let's do this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All
0: right, sorry, sorry, yeah. anyways it's outer banks sidebar it's fine don't worry about it
3: yeah no we're we're a lifestyle podcast as well it, it, looks, it, looks it works correct, with though. the theme um but yeah so we've got byu at houston friday night kickoff 9 30 p.m eastern time the cougars from brigham young are favored by five punta blaze and jason gets to pick first
0: Sorry, caught me in. I wasn't actually angry that time. I was just in the middle of yawn. Um,
1: oh, confident, Jason. Ready to pick. Love it.
0: Uh, yeah, ready, not willing, but ready. Um, I I think Houston's really good.
1: I think BYU's really good.
3: <laughs> this is why I think this is going to be a good game. Love I think it. it's going to be a super fun game for Houston's a Houston's played what, one game?
0: Yeah, played Tulane last week or two weeks ago. Okay. Year, uh, well,
3: I love your confidence, Jason, that Houston might be a really good team, based on the sample size we have from them.
0: Uh, they look. They just look super. Fun. I don't know. Maybe two lanes bad, but I, I, like Houston racked up all those points with five turnovers. It was
3: an impressive comeback.
0: Um, yeah, I like Houston at home on a Friday night. Let's get crazy. There's a decent chance they just throw social distancing to the wind. And shouts out to Texas, um, but. Yeah, this feels like uh, this feels like Houston can weird it up, and I'll take Houston in that game every time.
3: Interesting.
0: Uh,
3: I'm gonna go BYU. Road favorites generally not not my cup of tea, but uh, yeah, I I kind of go back to what I half jokingly referred to earlier in terms of sample size for Houston. I just haven't seen enough of a track record from them so far to feel confident picking them. So I'm going to pick the beautiful royal blue from Brigham Young.
1: Yeah, I think uh, BYU uh, knows that they are staring down the barrel of potentially an undefeated season. This is probably a big get-up game for them. So I'll take BYU here. Statement game Friday night. Is this game? This game is in. It's in Houston. Why is this game kicking at 9:30 at night? Have they learned have they learned nothing from, from the uh, quarantine? Let's get these things popping early.
3: That's like 8.30 local time, isn't it? Or maybe
1: think, 7.30? Jason, I think you're muted. Oh, well. Just chattering away down there.
0: <laughs> I, I was just mouthing stuff that whole time. That wasn't actually... Yeah, I, was, I, I couldn't read. read your lips. Yeah, I was just mouthing things. Uh, no, they're at 9.30 because ESPN said they put them on TV at 9.30 because they had SMU at Tulane at 6. Oh, uh, oh, okay. There you go. I didn't know there
3: huh. was a game. So we got a dinner time kickoff. Yeah. Oh, that's Tulane, too. All right. All right.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, that's a new Tulane could get weird.
1: We Red Rhett Lashley.
0: That's uh, in, in New Orleans, too. Hey, so. yeah.
1: hmm. All right. Couple hurricanes, you know, Jagerbomb. Abita, Purple Haze. You know, right the now?
0: famous Jaeger bomb in New Orleans.
1: Why <laughs> not? A lot of big German contingent there, Jason.
0: It's true. People have, have said
1: yeah, it. You have some New Orleans food to help calm the
3: belly.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Continue, Jordan. So.
3: All right. Well, speaking of Rhett Lashley, we've got uh, Pittsburgh at Miami. This is a noon Saturday kickoff.
1: Oh, oh, prime time Miami letdown game. Coming at you,
3: boys. Woo! Miami is favored by 13 and a half, and I am all over Pitt in this one. Yes. Yeah, I'll go on pit here, too.
1: Please, please prove me wrong, Miami, that you guys can actually get up for a noon game after a crushing defeat if you I thought you were back. You. I dare you. Manny Diaz, please have a team focused for a week <clears throat> after crushing disappointment on national television.
0: And Pitt, Pitt has lost consecutive games by a combined three points. Or, sorry, two points. It's They've not, lost not back-to-back much. one-point games. Feels is like, this feels like Death Star week.
1: Yeah. I mean, Miami, I don't think that Pitt's defense is Clemson's defense good, but no. I think Pitt's defense is pretty good. I think they should be – Miami has nothing at wide receiver. So, if you can actually cover wide receivers – got a tight end or two, but not out wide. Yeah. Yes, correct. They, it, Brevin Jordan's a, a playmaker and it. they got a Mallory. His name Will Mallory. Large – Large white tight end, good pass catcher.
4: I dated
1: uh, <laughs> um, uh, him. Uh, th- yeah, they're good, but they don't. They haven't really been using the perceived matchup advantage there. I mean, their best asset is clear, basically run clear out plays, and let their quarterback scramble. So that's can work certainly. Um, I just don't know that that works to the tune of. 14 points win. I mean, geez, that's a big spread.
3: It does. It does feel like a big number. So thanks, thanks a little bit though. <laughs> on, are they onward
0: pit. We did jump on that real fast. This is definitely yeah, a lot
1: lame. of confidence from the boys. That's hey, the the
0: wheel around.
1: <laughs> yeah. Colin, if you're listening, yeah. if you can hear me, know that I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll move to three 30. We've got central Florida at Memphis uh central florida favored 2019 game of the year right here what
0: uh what before we do this what's what do you think the over under is
3: like 72
0: 71
1: and a half 73 and a half sorry jordan cut you off what's the line
3: oh no it's fine ucf minus three logan you start
1: i don't think memphis is as good as i would have hoped so I'm going to say UCF bounces back from a, a tough performance against two, uh, Tulsa. They turn, I think they turned the ball over a ton against Tulsa. Um, they need to be better if they're going to be the best team in the state of Florida. Moving forward, um, they might be the best team in the state of Florida playing this weekend. <laughs> hey, you. Hey. But, uh, yeah, that's that's fine. Uh, I'll take UCF. Three is not that scary of a number. I think they're better than two. Uh, ten. Oh, jeez. Memphis.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I agree for all the same reasons. I don't. I don't think. I think Memphis is good. I don't think they're Memphis usual good. Um, and, and yeah, UCF's had two weeks to stew on that loss. Um, so, give me the the no longer golden knights. The tarnished knights. Uh, yeah, the, the the salvaged knights. Script
3: of their honor. Yeah, in true Florida style, they've been chopped, chopped and <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'm also going to go UCF. Uh, My only real exposure to Memphis was that SMU game. Uh, SMU moved the ball pretty well against them, and UCF has a better offense in my humble opinion. Uh, I think scoring points shouldn't be an issue, Um, so I'll take the Knights as well. Uh, Moving on to the only ranked-ranked matchup on the card for this weekend. We've got the previously mentioned battle of the bangs, uh, the dogs and the tide taking each other on at 8 PM. Eastern Alabama hosting this one and favored by four and a half. Jason gets to lead off.
4: Oof!
0: that is very difficult. Oh man. I'm surprised this one has a line. Obviously, honestly, with Saban.
3: Well, so MGM didn't have have it on the board when I checked, but four and a half was the number that ESPN had, and also the Sense Sports app. So you know it's legit.
0: Sense Sports, <laughs> Sports has it. Yeah. Um,
3: Sports plays. Let's call it. Let's call it by its name. Right. Well. OGs <laughs> no. Real ones, yeah.
0: no. Yeah, real. The real ones, real. one's no. Um, I'm going to take Georgia. Um, I don't feel super confident in it, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm fascinated to find out how Alabama is going to give Saban a way to talk to the the coaches on the sideline. Where so, is it? yeah. It's in Tuscaloosa.
1: Of course it is. And so
0: I think, I think Spencer Hall tweeted something like, I don't know why you guys are like considering for a moment, the fact that Alabama isn't willing to just build an isolation wing in their press box for Saban.
3: Uh, Can't can't they just use, like, a luxury suite somewhere?
0: I I think there are, like, rules. I forget, but... Yeah, I mean, I think it's doable. It wouldn't shock me at all if he's at the game. Um, But it is worth saying he has to be at the game because I believe the rule is 45 minutes or 60 minutes before the only communication with the sideline that is permitted is from the press box.
4: Hmm.
0: So, um, he has to be at the game. Anyways... Uh, I'm super fascinated to see how this one plays out. Yes. Uh, but I Georgia's defense is just so fast um, and long that I kind of – like if anybody's going to slow Alabama down, it, it feels like Georgia has the best shot. And um, I don't know if Georgia can score much, but I don't know. I think it's going to be fascinating. I, I'll i take Georgia.
3: Uh want to take georgia i'm gonna take alabama um i think i think georgia is still a little hesitant to really truly open the offense up like i think if they were they were just kind of like like lane kiffer was a assen- lane kiffin and Ole Miss were essentially the joker from the dark Knight when they played alabama and like sure. let's just watch the world burn We don't care. We're going to light all of our money on fire so we can score as many points as we want to. And that really put Alabama in a weird position. I don't think Georgia is... Like, Georgia's too conventional to do that. And so I think that's going to actually hinder them. Um, So I will take Alabama. But again, the, the huge wild card is how much communication, if at all, does save and get... And like if he's not involved, how do the the kids act when dad's not home? Like do <laughs> do they just drive the car through the garage door or you know, do they actually behave
0: and, how hot can the oven get before yeah, it and ride?
3: make something good out of the situation? So
0: I do I think that's fair about George's offense. I think conventional offenses struggle a little bit more against Alabama.
3: So yeah, I'm I'm gonna like my heart wants Georgia, but I'm gonna pick Alabama. Yeah, hmm.
1: I'm a little torn here because I, I I really like the idea of Georgia covers and loses, um, <laughs> because I think this should be a low-scoring game. There was a little bit of kerfuffle earlier in the week that Alabama maybe was making some defensive staff changes. Please remember that Charlie Strong is on Alabama. Uh, off field staff and there were some rumblings that maybe Nick Saban was so mad after the uh, game that they was going to fire the defensive coordinator, Pete Golding, Goulding, Goulding. Uh, but I don't think that happened. I think that was maybe uh, some, some fan fiction that played out on Twitter uh, a little bit more, but uh, I just don't really see a situation in which Stetson Bennett and the primitive Georgia offense are like out here just lighting it up against, as, as maybe underachieving as Alabama's defense looked last week. I think Ole Miss is actually an exemplary offensive team. And I, uh, the Georgia defense is really good. I think this could be an old class, uh, old school SEC slobber knocker. Um, but Alabama's got playmakers on the outside, they got playmakers at running back. Their quarterback has been playing. Damn near as good as Tua played last year, which is crazy. Uh, Sarkeesian seems to be, as the kids say, in his bag. Calling plays. I don't know that the quarterback Mac Jones Mac Jones, yes, is gonna be uh, you know, able to, you know, step back and, and have a ton of time against that Georgia defense. But ultimately, I like the playmakers that Alabama has on offense. I think they win this game like twenty four to twelve or something like that. So I'll take Alabama reluctantly. Now could get weird, but
3: I hope it does get it's super oh,
1: weird. I hope it gets weird too. I just I have a tough time thinking that young Stetson Bennett, who is not really like plus at that position, is able to you know overcome Alabama defense that's, you know, talented, maybe underachieving at the moment for talented.
3: Still yeah, still very talented.
1: If they have to change, I have not been very impressed with Georgia's other options at that position so far. Now, uh, the transfer from USC might be ready to play, uh, which maybe is a step up in the talent department, but he's not starting because he shouldn't be, I guess. The coaches have determined he shouldn't be starting, so that would lead me to believe that you know they'd be taking a gamble there to put him in. But oh, what a odd uh, irony that would be. If they have a backup quarterback come in and beat Alabama,
3: <laughs> how sweet it would be! That's
1: all I got. So
0: it would be the first. It would be the first Saban assistant to beat Saban, except Saban's not there.
3: Yeah, would he be beating Saban? Oh, oh,
1: yeah. Who is going to be the head coach? Steve Sarkisian.
0: <laughs> I believe. I think. I mean, Sarkisian's been running things.
1: Okay. Wow, that makes sense. What a world!
3: What mm. a world! All right. Different
1: occasion coaching in the head coach in the SEC.
3: Fifth game of the card. Uh we're going back to the noon o'clock slot for a little bit of a, a quirky matchup. This was the wild card. People people are calling this the Battle of the High Seas, boys. We've got Navy taking on Eastern Carolina at noon. Uh the midshipmen are favored by three points. I'm gonna respect the troops and take navy. Haven't watched a lick of either team this year, but Navy has had some schizophrenic results this year, if I yeah, recall. Yeah, so I'm banking on on the good Navy showing up. Uh, maybe a little rain. Good. I also place. just don't like. I can't. I haven't trusted ECU in years. After they fired Ruffin McNeil, so. Holly Anderson
1: pointed that that out. Like, remember when ECU just fired Ruffin McNeil for no reason? Man, those were the days. Like that was back when they were like routinely putting it on Virginia Tech too. Those were glorious days. Oh
3: man, don't get me started.
0: (laughs) Before uh, Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University bailed out of the contract,
3: right? Allegedly.
0: Yeah, allegedly. That's
1: (laughs) allegedly. You're not being played. super legit.
0: Don't
3: don't let it ever be said that I didn't try to give VP Su Vippy Su the benefit of the doubt. That was slow. that was probably
0: the most oomph you've ever defended them with, so.
3: Right. I hey yeah. look, personal growth is good. I do uh
1: filibuster here to look up some resource. <laughs> not really going well before. So far, the internet appears to be slow. Obviously that 4k
0: ecu coached by mike houston it must be said
1: oh that's right well we know who jason's going with long live
3: jamie's fallen heroes they're gonna lock the that's right he didn't end up as charlotte (laughs) a different direction
1: florida's former
0: deputy ad ruined that one for charlotte
3: (laughs) okay that's a bizarre poll
0: well i was pretty close to the situation
3: (laughs) it's insider stuff logan
1: yeah, well, I mean, like, okay, Florida's de- former deputy AD, like, all right, easy. Who cares? Dippity dog. That guy sucks. Well, he learned from the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're still waiting for me to pick, eh?
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. I've done my best for you, Logan. I hope you appreciate this.
1: <laughs> Florida deputy AD talk. All right, so ECU's one and two on the year, okay? They gave up 51 points to UCF and then turned around and gave up 49 to georgia state uh they did win against south florida they've had a bye week so they're going to be super rested so later um, well okay they're playing navy on espn2 should show you what we're what we're up against this week oh god jesus oh,
0: um jesus <laughs> every
3: every second you take to pick is more disrespect for the troops. I'll go.
1: I'll go ECU here. I like oh. uh, what they're bringing. I like what they're bringing. Uh, um, running back R Harris, thirty-five carries for one hundred and fifty-eight yards.
3: <laughs> Straight out of the the NCAA two thousand and eight video game. Running back R Harris takes it off the right side for a six-yard gain.
1: Uh receiver T Snead with 16 catches <laughs> for 155 and 1 tug. My man is out here. Let's uh let's let's go Pirates.
3: Oh mercy. Come on.
1: on.
0: Stealing. It's, it's Candy. Oh, okay. Um I don't know that ECU is a better team than than Navy. I think their defense is pretty atrocious. Um well, I'll have you know the ECU
1: the, – the matchup predictor has ECU as a 61% chance to win this game.
0: And that's a good note. ESPN that's, FBI prediction tool. That's fun. Um, that's fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I think – I do think that ECU is a, just a horrible offense or defense, but I also am not sure that Navy's offense is very good. Um, sure. So, yeah, with, with two weeks to prepare for – I know they, they didn't have a bye last week.
1: No, they played Temple and won, which is a uh, strange.
0: Neither neither team had a buy last week. I don't know why you said that earlier. Uh,
1: yeah. Why did I say
0: that? You're throwing me all off. Um, <laughs> I
1: was looking at I was looking at the schedule. That had a buy on it.
3: <laughs> Somebody had a buy last
0: I'm, week. Well, some team had a buy last week. I'm, I'm sure, sure of, it. of it. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think. Easy. I think he's used defense is terrible. But I think Navy's offense is pretty bad. So I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take Coach Houston and the boys.
3: Oh, go choose into them boys. <clears throat> all right. Wow. That concludes another week of picks. Yeah. Best wishes yeah. to you all, but not necessarily too good. Not better than my wishes, anyhow.
1: True. True. Good point. Um, Yeah, I mean, listen, we were a little nonplussed this week, and I'm sure that means it will be delightful and weird, and we'll have some strange things happen. A lot of and,
3: chaos. No, Just root for game. chaos, folks.
1: Games, Or maybe it's going to be getting to go to the beach, you know? Reset, reset the the, the the body clock a little bit. Yeah, the,
3: the forty-two degree temps, great beach weather up here. The sand, not sure what you're talking about.
0: I don't know her.
1: Oh, guys, real quick, quick update on the golf game. Got in the lab yesterday, went to the range, worked worked a few kinks out. I have determined I hit all my irons uh, as a nice a nice classic Logan Whitehouse fade, and I hit all my woods and drivers in a nice. Classic Logan Winehouse snap hook, which is bizarre. So something new, something new for me to kind of uh, to kind of workshop. I actually, sure? hit the, I hit my woods and my driver better than that, but they were. It was more of a draw play. I'm than, curious uh, if
0: that has manner. to do with shafts at all.
1: I'm playing stuff for shafts on everything, so.
0: Yeah, maybe. I the thing that good. would happen is your wood and your driver would like whip around, but yeah. if it's not whipping that much. Then I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, experiencing, uh, experimenting with a slightly easier swing because I do tend to kind of, like, hammer the ball a little bit or try to, and... Uh, I tend to really pipe it sometimes. I well, I mean, like, like I, I shouldn't say hammer the ball. I grow up
0: the spot a bit.
1: Swing, I swing hard. Um, That's fair. And I need to maybe swing a little less hard. And Same, brother. dealt kind of <laughs> dealt, in. Anyhow, this is all to say. We're out here. I mean, happy to be here. Uh a gentleman approached me and gave me like 25 balls from his bucket that he was done hitting and proceeded to like grill me. He was like, how many balls do you normally hit when you come out here? And I was like, I mean, I think the options are you have the small is 50 and then you have a hundred as the large. And then 150 is the extra large and brother man was hitting the extra large Jeez. which is way too many. And he was like, Drenched in sweat. Yeah, it's, it's like a full
0: day's workout.
1: workout. Oh man, I'm dying. I can't hit any more. Like, I hate 100 100 golf. 150 was way too many. I was like, yeah,
0: dude, 150. You know, well, it doesn't something. like it doesn't seem like a daunting number until you realize like I you know, it's like, like oh yeah, 150 swings. Like what is what is even that? And then you're like 60 swings in. You're just like holy, like what? Okay, I'm gonna hit some wedges. Like just
1: yeah. listen, I'm not a good golfer, and I'm I shoot like a 101, and I'm pooped. Yeah. And, and at least 40 of those are putts. So <laughs> Exactly. <you know. laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at – anyhow, it was the perfect number. I think I hit like 75 shots. Anyhow, that's all to say. Uh, We're flying good, boys. We're, we're getting there. We're getting, getting there. dialed in. Have to start hitting four iron off the tee at all times, which is what was, was a strategy Jason and I have discussed previously. It's a fairway finder. Uh, link link up multiple four irons. we yep. your way along at least – you know, straight and findable.
0: Links golf. <laughs> Not on links courses. All right, boys.
1: Uh, that's it. Enjoy the weekend. Jason, thanks for bearing with the Bachelorette content. I hope you found that enjoyable and enlightening. My thanks uh, to Emily for running the show there and being just so darn cute and lovable. Uh, this is the Wheel Route Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com. TheWheelRoute.com is the website. You can stream the show there. You can also see the picks tracker if you want to compare to us. Colin Smith, fresh off a one in four week. Going to need to be better. Going to need to be better. All right. We love you. Go Gators.
0: Go who's? Go Dukes.